What's up, Sheepdog Nation? What's going on? Welcome to another podcast with your host, me, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited to be here as always. Today's topic, what I want to talk to you about is the fact that you are not alone. As a sheepdog, as a first responder, as a member of the military, even as a sheepdog spouse or somebody looking to get into um, you know, law enforcement, looking to come into uh, Sheepdog Nation, you are not alone. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. A couple announcements that I would like to make, okay? First is I want to make an announcement to anybody who is a female, if you're looking to get into law enforcement, if you are in law enforcement, you want some support, you want some community, you want some guidance, um, but you know, you really can't afford a lot because let's be honest, like, <clears throat> you know, you're busy maybe, or you are, you don't have a job because you're trying to get into the job. Um, I created the Lady Sheepdog Club. It's for you. It's t- it's free. It's free to sign up. And then after that, for seven days, after that, it's uh, only 27 bucks a month. You can't beat it. There's over 100 hours of content on there in the in the uh, membership site for you. Then we also have a um, private Facebook group um, where I personally go in and help uh, the women in there. So there's going to be a link below uh, this podcast. Please check it out. I'm telling you right now, it's the only program I've seen nationwide, specifically working with females who are either in law enforcement or want to be. It's fantastic. Um, the second announcement I'd like to make is, um, and I'll, I'll talk more about it after this podcast, but I've opened up um, a couple of slots for uh, life coaching. So f- specifically for sheepdogs, sheepdog nations, you know, spouses of, etc. Because I have many, many, many sheepdogs that reach out to me on a um, on honestly a daily basis, and they're in my they're in my inbox. And you guys, just this is you're not alone. Okay. (laughs) You're not alone. You're opening up to me. You know, you're talking to me about things that you would never talk to the guys about. And while I'm just so happy that I can be this person that you can message, right? We need to take it to a whole new level. You're going to need to talk to somebody on a daily or a weekly basis anyways. And you, you need to start getting the shit off your chest. Like we, you know, we've really got a problem with, you know, how the lack of support in law enforcement, right? We have, or for our, even our military, but you know, specifically law enforcement, I can speak to that because, you know, I was a cop. You know, we really have a lack of support and, um, and that goes all the way around the block. Our spouses don't know what's going on. Our families don't know. Our friends don't know. And then, you know, the, you know, what the public makes everything worse. And then the guys and girls we work with, like, it's a big ego trip. So no one's going to fucking admit that anyone's having a good time, a hard time, because when somebody admits that they get their balls busted, right? There's no support from the admin or what they're going to do is send you to go see fucking counselor or a psychologist. And then you don't want to go do that because you don't want to get labeled as crazy, right? I got you. Okay. So life coaching is none of that. Um, it's something that has completely changed my life. The moment I got injured, I hired a life coach, a very expensive one, (laughs) and it it helped me. It helped me. And, um, it's changed my life. And it's the reason why I'm surviving now, because if you think that getting hurt, being told, you know, at 26, 27 years old, like you're done, your career's done. I mean, that was fucking devastating for somebody. Okay. Who's put four years in to getting, a criminal justice degree turned to, you know, I was a cop when I was 20 years old and like, that's all I was ever going to do. So, um, hell I'm marrying, you know, a state trooper. So, <laughs> you know, it's devastating and, uh, life coaching saved my life. I've seen a counselor got diagnosed and, uh, with PTSD and an anxiety disorder 
And then, um, then my life coach picked up the slack. So anyways, I have a couple of openings, um, for that, for you reach out to me, uh, email me, private message me as soon as you can. So, um, before these slots fill up, because I've announced it a few times and I've gotten a lot of messages. So, um, before I start going through them, if this is something that you want and something that you need, I want you to reach out to me. Okay. Um, So let's dive on in with our topic today, okay? Um, well, I should probably introduce myself. If you're brand new to me, let me introduce myself to you. So um, I have been a police officer since I've been 20 years old when I turned, I, I think I was between 26 and 27. I had to medically retire um, from law enforcement. I had a really, I still do have a really, really bad back injury and it pretty much was a career under. And um Back injuries are very common in law enforcement. And I, that's a whole nother show that I'm going to go on a rant about. Uh, remind me. Anyways, and so um, I, you know, I suffered for a couple of years. I was kind of depressed. I started a couple of different online businesses. Um, I, I replaced my full-time income as a police officer from working from my couch uh, coaching. And then, um, you know, I, while I was coaching, I was coaching cops through the cracks, their wives. EMT wives, um, themselves, co- uh, cops themselves, military spouses, all that I was coaching, but I wasn't really focused on, on, um, coaching law enforcement or sheepdogs anyways. And so, uh, up until recently I pulled my head out of my ass and said, Holy shit, like my people need me. <laughs> my sheepdogs need me. The people that I, I get and the people that get me, right. They know that I know where they're coming from. Um, and so that's, that's what I do now. So, um, basically I see myself as a voice for the blue because I can say pretty much everything you can't because you are employed and I am self-employed. It's a, it's a beautiful thing anyways. So, uh, this is a really good time that if you are in public or if you have a child or children around you, turn this down or put headphones on because it's about to get fucking real, like always, right? Okay, so here's the deal, you guys, is uh, you, you know how like all the time like, you run around and you, you really kind of just feel like nobody else gets what the fuck is going on, right? Like nobody gets you. You, you get yourself so spun up. You're like, you know what? nobody understands me. They don't fucking get it. They're not a cop. Like they don't get it. Like they don't even get it. And like, and then you see, and then like you find yourself like, you know, you're at work and like the guys and girls that you work with, like you're just, you tell yourself like they don't fucking get it. Oh, they're fucking happy. They're fucking assholes. That fucking, you know, that really bad fucking fatal crash. I didn't bother them. Like it's bothering me. Like, I don't understand. Like what the fuck is wrong with them? you know, or, or, you know, you'll be standing at a fucking horrific crime scene and everyone's cracking fucking jokes. Right. And you're like, what? Like, holy shit. Like I, they're so fucked up. Like they just don't get it. You go home, you know, you can't, you don't take that shit lightly. Right. And, uh, and you just keep telling yourself like, holy fuck, nobody gets it. And then what happens? You seclude yourself, right? You're like, I'm not fucking hanging out with them. No, they don't fucking get me. Fuck them. Then you're like, no, I'm not talking to my parents about this. Like they don't get it. They don't get me. And then you're like, fuck them and fuck, you know, fuck everyone. Like nobody gets it. And so I I want you to know that that is a really, it's a dangerous fucking cycle. It's a downward spiral. I've been on it. Um, I have, you know, coached a lot of cops <laughs> out of this cycle because we all get on it. And a lot of it's because we just seclude ourselves because like we just initially think that nobody understands us. And the truth is a lot of people don't understand us. But there's also not a lot of support out there, like showing cops, like, hey, like, I get you and, you know, you need to talk to somebody and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, there's like nothing out there that like explains our lives for us and like the experiences that we have for us. And I get that. Okay. 
if you're in my if you're in my Sheepdogs Unite Facebook group, um, you know, I post a lot of shit and like I posted, I, I do a lot of trainings. I did some free trainings. I've posted a lot of resources for you guys to listen to, to, to help your head, especially like, you know, while you're on duty, um, even when you're not on duty, just to really help your mind get back in the game. Um, you know, and I think that'd be really beneficial for a lot of you, uh, especially if you're kind of feeling like you're kind of slipping a little bit going into that negative, you know, downfall. You know, when I got hurt, um, and I don't know how, you know, how many of you listening, I don't know, you know, if you've ever been hurt on the job and out, but to any extent that you've been hurt now, I mean, it sucks because nobody talks to you or one or two people will check on you. And, you know, you were such the guy to be right. Or the girl to be, you know, you were out there, you were fucking hustling, you were fucking, you know, slaying traffic, you know, whatever you did what you did. And then you got hurt. And then you're, you kind of just feel like, fuck, like I'm not the man anymore, you know, or I'm not the woman. Like I'm, and no one gives a shit. And, and then that's kind of when like reality sets in that you're just a number and I'm not trying to get shitty on you. I'm just trying to get like real. I'm really about keeping it fucking real for you. Now this job does become our life. Like it really does become our life. And like, I get that. I'm not, I'm not making you wrong for it. Like, I, I know, you know, there's statistics and there's books out there that say, you know, that's a huge mistake for cops because they completely self-identify. And, and I do think it is. But I can tell you as somebody who's obviously been in the job, but that now that I'm out, like you don't ever really stop self-identifying as that because it is it is not just a job. Like it, it is totally a lifestyle and um, you don't get it unless you are one. And, and and I get like it's really probably not that healthy, but, you know, it's it is difficult. You know, it is difficult. And, you know, you don't really ever like you don't really realize that you do it until you're out of it. Okay. Or like you're fucking injured and you're like, fuck, like, and you get like really down and depressed, right? Because like you're injured and like nobody's fucking reaching out to you and you're no longer the man or the woman. Right. Like, and that's, that's really hard. Like that's really hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Seen a lot of cops get super depressed about that shit. That's, this is the step. This is a step of, um, you not, I'm, I'm reaching out to you and I'm telling you right now, You've got to really watch that. A cop with a really good mindset is not going to let that shit get to him. Okay. Like you've got to figure out other things to go and do, um, and, and other things to like put your head into so that, you know, if you ever get injured, um, or you have to take time off from work for whatever, you know, cause stupid shit fucking happens and we have to go on administrative leave. Right. Like you've got to really have other hobbies so that you don't become so like completely caught up and the shit that you just, you just don't even know you're, you know, you just, you're just, you don't know anything else. Like you're just a cop and, and it really means a lot to you that everyone looks up to you. And it means a lot to you that people are reaching out to you and like you hanging out with your buddies and stuff like that. But like, there's going to be situations where like that just can't happen and it's going to fuck with your head. And I'm going to tell you straight up that that's exactly what happened to me. Um, when I got hurt, the PD told everyone not to talk with me. So my partner, the guy who I fucking literally would take a bullet for this fucking guy. I, you know, Adam and I got to know him and his, his now wife. Like they were like best friends of ours, fucking loved them. We actually got uninvited from their wedding (laughs) and that I'm fucking telling you, you want to talk about fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, you can just imagine how that made me feel. Right. 
well, it, that happens a lot. And like I've seen a lot of other cops have to go through like not necessarily getting uninvited from their wedding. And that was simply because it was a it's a political game. But, um, you know, it, it does shit like that happens. Like people that you work with, like they'll just stop talking with you and stuff. And so I want you to know this, like you're not alone. Okay. Like if you're going through that, if you're facing that, like you're not alone. You're not alone with those fucking, the, the feelings of like, you know, massive anxiety, massive frustration, massive like anger towards like everybody and everything. Like I have felt that so many cops have felt that like people that reach out to me, I'm telling you, you, you know, even what I've seen with my friends and my family, like that are in the job and shit, like it's, it's very normal. And, you know, you're very, you know, chances are you're pretty damn cynical. Chances are you're a pessimist and not an optimist. And, um, and I want you to know now do, I want you to know that it's normal. Now, if you were to, if you were to coach under me, would I try to help change you from being a pessimist to an optimist? Yes, I would, because you live a much better life. I know because I went from being a pessimist to an optimist and I've changed my life. And, you know, Anyways, but you're just, I just want you to know that you're not alone. I think that this is a fucking huge message. You know, we have a really high suicide rate in police officers that is fucking pretty much being pushed under the rug. We've got a high rate um, of suicide in the military, right? And that's kind of being pushed under the rug. I think that more people need to know, more sheepdogs need to know that they're not alone. Those feelings of like really fucking feeling down and like just want to sit and you're on your couch and just fucking watch TV for an entire day and like just fucking binge like you're not alone. Do I want you to do that? No, but I want you to know that you're not alone either. And I'm not saying like that behavior is okay. Believe me, like I told you, like if I was your coach, I'd make sure your ass was up and fucking had things to do. But I mean, you're not alone. A lot of cops do that. A lot of cops need to fucking like just completely take their mind off life and go and do shit. And like, you know, why do you think affairs happen? Like, why do you think fucking all these, you know, a lot of the cops I know, fucking I'll tell you right now, they can, they can put some beers back because they built up that tolerance, right? Why? They do stupid shit like that. They go and buy fucking new vehicles every damn day. Fucking buy. Always got to have the latest toys, the greatest toys. And, um, you know, and the reason for that is because, you know, it's it's an adrenaline thing. It's, you know, we got to, we're bored. We got to have our mind focused on something completely different, um, you know, than the job. And it, it's definitely something that is common. I'm not saying it's healthy and I'm not saying it's good for you, but it's definitely common. And I just want you to know that if you're going through any of that, if you've seen these cycles, if you've seen these patterns, like you're not alone, but you need to get some help. Okay. Like, because if you don't, it's, it's going to ruin you. You don't want to be one of these fucking guys that, you know, when you retire, you drop dead or when you retire, you have nothing like you're fucking divorced. You're living in a goddamn trailer and your kids don't even like you you know, you're overweight, you're a fucking alcoholic. Like you don't, you don't want to be that person. Okay. And that's, I'm not saying that's where you're headed specifically, but I can just say that I've seen it far too many times, time and time and time again. I know cops that have, are still working the road. They've been on the road for 30 plus years. They, they have no fucking reason, no business to be on the road other than they have nothing else in their lives. They have nothing else in their lives. Like they're like, well, what the fuck else am I going to go do? I've put my heart and soul into this job, lost everything I have. And you know what, what the fuck else am I going to go do? 
And, and that's the truth, you know, and that is the truth. And so, you know, we just, and to me, those people didn't survive the job. At the end of the day, you guys, this job is a job. It becomes our lives. We fucking choose it over our families too many times to count. We, you know, we sacrifice everything that like normal people would never sacrifice. We miss our kids fucking most special days because of this fucking job. Right. And, and I'm not shitting on it, but I'm just saying, and it's like this fucking, like, it's almost addiction, right? It's like almost an addiction that like, well, they call, it's like, fuck, I don't want to go in, fuck this place. But then like the moment you say no, you're like, fuck dude. Like, I feel like a dink. Like I got to get in there. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then the whole time after you say, no, I'm not coming in like your head races. Right. Or maybe not for all of you, but for some of you, it does. And I'm just saying, like, you're not alone, okay? You're just, you're not alone in how you feel. The anxiety, the PTSD, you're you're not alone. Um, I think that far too many officers will never tell anybody that they have any of those issues um, and not talk to anybody. Um, I think that, you know, you're not alone. You know, if you, if you had an affair or you did something stupid, um, and you fucked up, you're not alone. I know a lot of cops fucking get busted drinking and driving. I'm not condoning it. Just telling you you're not alone, man. And um, But what I am telling you is this. Doesn't need to be a career render. Anything that I've said to you does not need to be a career render, nor does it need to be a life ender. What it needs to happen is you need to get some help. And, and when I tell you help, okay, I fucking hate that because, you you know, you can punch me in the face later about that because I, I don't fucking mean that, right? What I mean is you need some support. You need somebody in your fucking corner who has your back, right? You need somebody who understands you. And like, you know, whether you come to me or whether you can find your own thing, like um, this isn't a big old sales pitch to come to me. Although, I mean, obviously I would love to have you come to me because I can fucking help you, but I'm not trying to like just sell me. I'm just trying to tell you like, you know, I've had this really unique opportunity to become very intimate. And like, okay, that's like, that sounds like, no, that's not what I mean. But <laughs> as a coach, you develop a very intimate relationship. And what I don't mean sexually intimate, what I mean is you really get to know somebody. Okay. And, you know, from a coaching relationship, a coaching aspect, like you get to know somebody because they're going to confide in you and they're going to tell you these things. Right. And so you really develop a very, you know, you, you develop a, a relationship that is unlike anything else. Like, and it's, like I said, it's not sexual. It's not like this, like a relationship, like a love relationship. It's just, you get to know somebody on a deep level as well as, you know, the coachee, the client, like they, they get to know like their coach, right? I mean, I've been doing this for two years. Like I know I've, I've, I've coached over hundreds of women. Like I get this. Okay. And so like, but what I'm trying to say is that like, it's, it's a very unique thing, but it's, it's deep and it helps because all those times that you've sat there and you've been like, no one fucking gets me. Fuck this place. Fuck this. Like, I'm going to go buy this fucking boat because I don't really have the money, but I have a credit card. I don't really have the money, but I have the credit. I'm going to go fucking, you know what? That chick over there, that guy over there, damn fucking grass is greener on the other side, bro. Fucking my wife, my husband, my fiance, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, they don't know. They, they don't need to know. And they don't get me. Like they, they don't get me. And, and, and they don't get what the fuck I'm talking about either. Right? Like all of this shit piles up. Piles up. And um, it's not good. 
right? It's not good. And we've seen it. And if, and and you know, I'm fucking speaking the truth right now. You know, I am, because if you haven't experienced it yourself, you've seen it. I know you fucking seen it. How many times has you been a rookie officer and you look around at the fucking PD, you look around at the guys and you go, fuck, (laughs) I don't want to end up like that guy, that guy, that girl, that girl, that guy, or that girl. I do not want to end up like them. Right. And then what fucking happens five years, 10 years down the road, you start acting more and more and more like them. And before you know it, you totally forgot that you sat in your cruiser, your first fucking month of FTO. And you were like, I'm not going to end up like that one, that one, that one. Next thing you know, you're exactly fucking like them. And what's the difference? There is no difference because you were just like them and you decided not to get any support. You decided not to be, you know, surround yourself around people who get you that you can talk openly with. You decided to be fucking act like you're tough right? Just like they do. And look where it got them. Fucking overweight, miserable, divorced three times, kids with five different fucking people. Um, and broke as a joke because they've got child support. They've got fuck up. Don't worry. They have a nice truck, but they live in a fucking shithole. Their face is always red because they're an alcoholic. They're overweight. I mean, any day you think they're going to have a fucking heart attack and they're in the job fucking 25 plus years as a patrolman or a detective or a road sergeant, right? And there's nothing wrong with those positions, but when you're in, when you know, when you're on the job for fucking 30 years, I mean, fuck that. Like I could not work the road for 30 years. I don't know about you, but I couldn't. And you know what would have saved them is the same thing that I'm reaching out to you and I'm, I'm telling you to go do. Get your ass some support, okay? Cops are cheap about a lot of things. Not gonna lie about it. Okay. I know we don't make a ton of money. I know. But let me just tell you this. If you don't get your mind right, it's not going to be good. Okay. I've been there. I've done it. I'm telling you, I invested over $50,000 in life coaching. That's the truth. (laughs) And believe me, Adam almost fucking wanted to leave me for it too. But, but now I fucking coach his ass. And so (laughs) there's a fucking benefit to that. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, This episode really is all about letting you know that you are not alone, no matter what. You may feel like you're alone. You may feel like you're the only one who's gone through these things, who have seen these things, who have had these feelings, but you're not. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've experienced every fucking thing that you have. No, but I've I've experienced the majority. Now, you know, you might have been in a you know a, a situation that has fucked you up, and maybe you've seen a counselor or two, and nothing makes you feel better, right? I'm just saying. Go find somebody, you know, who gets you because I think that there's a difference between seeing a counselor or a psychologist who sits on, you know, they sit on their little pedestal there. There's a difference between that versus having somebody who's going to understand where you're coming from, not going to judge you, who you guys are going to be able to talk the talk and you're going to be able to figure out new strategies, new ways to cope you're going to feel like somebody actually has your back. And that feeling, I'm fucking telling you, it's priceless. That's why I fucking paid out the ass for it. <laughs> um, anyways, and and like I said, doesn't need to be with me. I mean, I've, like I said uh, ahead of time, right? Like I would love for you to reach out to me. Doesn't need to be with me. Go find yourself somebody if you want to. But I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't found a life coach that really fucking um, supports the blue who's been, you know, a coach um, who's you know, been a cop and has been fucking supporting the blue. Like, I don't know. I haven't found him, but 
Uh, maybe you have, you can let me know. Anyways, I'm going to let you go. Uh, this episode a little bit shorter, but it's straight to the point. I know that there's fucking sheepdogs that need to hear this. When you get to this point uh, and you fucking can, you can think of somebody, you can think of other people that really need to hear this. Please go ahead, share this out. Um, the next, and one last final announcement I want to tell you is that, um, we are, I think after this episode, we'll hit, uh, 5,000 downloads. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be offering a couple of very aligned, um, companies to sponsor or, um, sponsor our podcast. And what does that mean? I'll give them shout outs throughout the podcast. Um, so I've already got two that are um, going to be coming in, but, um, I have room for two more. So if you are a blue company, um, and, uh, you're interested in being shouted out and being, you know, in front of, you know, over 5,000 people of a very targeted, uh, audience, hit a sister up, let me know, come onto my Instagram. If you're not following me, um, I'm at the lady sheepdog on Instagram, come into the sheepdogs unite Facebook group. And if you're a female, um, and on the road or you want to be on the road, I have no fucking idea why you're not in the lady sheepdog club. Um, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and tell you and think that it's because you haven't heard of it yet. <laughs> uh, anyways, all these links will be posted below. I can't wait to um, see what y'all have to say about this episode and I will talk to you later.